Welcome to the Vitality Health Show, where we inform you about the latest advancements in alternative health care and the best health and wellness solutions to benefit your body, mind, and spirit. Now, here's your host, Stephanie Parrish. Good morning, friends, and welcome to the Vitality Health Show. I am your host, Stephanie Parrish, the voice of hope and healing. Thank you for joining us. And as a reminder, if you have any questions or suggestions, please email me at contact at myvitalityhealthsolutions.com. Today, we're going to talk about addictions, a higher power, hope, and freedom, and the empowerment that comes when you finally break free of that addiction. Whether it's alcohol, drugs, gambling, comfort food, or whatever, we're all addicted to something, but there's always hope and a path to freedom. Our guest today is Lee Parker. She is the unsung hero of the Freedom Radio Show with Brent Johnson and one of the most amazing women you'll ever hear on this radio. What she is doing to share with us today is very, very personal and very honest. But more than anything else, it is inspiring. So stay tuned because you are going to be in for an absolute wonderful treat. So before I bring on Lee, let me remind you that if you have any questions for her, please call us at 866-472-5791. Again, get your paper and pencil down so you can write this down. You're going to want to remember to call this and get on the list. 866-472-5791. We'll be answering these during the later part of our show. So now please welcome our guest today, Lee Parker. Welcome her to the Vitality Health Show. Lee, we are so grateful that you are here. Good morning. Good morning, and thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be with you, Stephanie, and thank you for this opportunity. I want you to know that intro brought tears to my eyes. Okay. <laughs> You're it brought so goosebumps sweet. to me, too. Oh. <laughs> well, this is an important topic, and it's an important time to have this topic because we are in such stressful, not just uh, calendar time during the holiday season, but with what's going on in the world, this is a time that a lot of our addictions are triggered. Absolutely. And um, just so to let people know about my story, um, I have, I think it's somewhere around 35 years of sobriety. Wow. Now, <laughs> it took me three years, three years to know that I, to go from having a drinking problem to accepting the reality, the truth, that I am indeed an alcoholic. And so for those of you that have been to AA or another 12-step program, um, you'll recognize this. And those who haven't, let me give you a little bird's eye view of what you do or what how an AA meeting opens and how it's run. First of all, in AA, everything is completely and 100% confidential. Mm-hmm. What we say here stays here. It is not shared. It is not gossip. It is not to be discussed outside that room. That's, it, that's one of the reasons that AA has survived 80 years now, Stephanie. Wow. 80 years. A lot of and people it's helped. A lot of people, and there are now 75 different 12-step programs that came out of Friends of Bill. That's what we call ourselves. We are Friends of Bill. And this is, of course, the AA. We call it the big book. 
okay, the, the book of AA. And when you go in and you sit around, we usually open with a prayer, the reading of the 12 steps of AA. I always thought it's interesting, 12 steps of the AA and the Ten Commandments, if you put them together, we wouldn't need government. Think about it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. And then you will have a topic, you'll have a guest speaker, and then it's open for discussion. When they call on you, you will usually, some people choose not to, there's no requirement, but it's protocol to answer, my name is Lee and I'm an alcoholic. Mm. Now, why, why is that important? Why, why, why do I identify myself as an alcoholic? Because we have a disease, mm. and we have to constantly remind ourselves it's a disease of alcoholism. It isn't um, trouble drinking. It isn't social drinking. It is a disease. So no. um, what happened with my awakening is um, I had the slings and arrows of life down on me. My husband passed away. Um, the unfortunate mm. part, he was 38 years old. Oh, so young. Yeah. He died on Monday. Our son turned 10 on Tuesday. Oh. And from that point on, my life became more and more chaotic as the alcoholism kicked in. Um, I had my own business. I had a woman working with me and for me, Sandy. Now, mm -hmm. Sandy was absolutely a character. I mean, one of the funniest people I've ever met. She could make you laugh until you cry. Yeah. And Sandy was an alcoholic. I knew Sandy was an alcoholic because, and she worked for me. Oh. Okay, because on Friday night, she'd go and get a bottle of vodka. I would watch her child for her throughout the weekend. And after she went through the one bottle, in her nightgown, she would put on a coat and walk down. This is in Oakland, California, and get another bottle of vodka and wow. come back and finish. It's like what you see in the movies, isn't it? In, uh, it was. And one time, she, I got a call. And uh, an Afro-American man was on the line, and he said, I have your friend Sandy with me. Mm. Immediately, you can imagine the, the, the fear. She, she was small, she was blonde, blue-eyed, from uh, Pennsylvania, actually. And he said, don't worry, um, she's pretty well out of it right now. I'll help her sober up, and I'll get her home. She was wow. lucky that night. So I knew, we knew that Sandy had a problem, so it was my job, I took it on, to go and find an interventionist, an alcoholic interventionist for us, because we need to do something to save this person we all cared for so much. So I went, went to another town, was sitting in the, in the lobby waiting to talk to the therapist, and there was a little pamphlet there. Hmm. And on the front of it said, are you an alcoholic? Oh, well, that's interesting. I'm sure this will describe how, how Sandy's been behaving. And I opened it up, and there were 10 questions. And I started reading the questions. And question number one, check, I did that. Mm. Question number two, check, I did that too. Out of 10 questions, I probably had six checks. 
And bottom, you were there to help your friend, and this yes. became a realization. Wow. Yes. At the bottom of the page, it said, if you have checked three, you are clinically designated as an alcoholic. I closed that sucker up and put it down <laughs> on the I No, no. Totally no way. Fine. No way. This is Sandy. This isn't me. Went in, wow. got everything scheduled, got Sandy back home, got her into, uh, into a recovery house. Everything was fine. But as they say, once you've seen it, you can't unsee it. Mm, yes. <sighs> so wow, going through your mind. Wow. So I went ahead and I found a local AA meeting that I could go to on my lunch hour. I trotted my little self over there, sat down in the chair. And about three or four meetings down the line, I decided, no, this was not for me. No, <laughs> no. This, this was somebody else's problem because they opened up with the first step of AA. And I'm going to go ahead and read that for you, just so you'll see how confused I was. Step one, we admitted that we were powerless over alcohol, that our lives had become unmanageable. Well, mm. I knew I didn't belong here because I wasn't powerless. When right. I went back three years later, I didn't understand when they included the words over alcohol. Oh. I read it. We admitted that we were powerless, that our lives had become unmanageable. Well, since I wasn't powerful, I wasn't uh, powerless. I didn't belong there. And so I closed the door and walked away and I didn't have a problem. Mm. And I went on a journey for three years to try and do everything I could to stop drinking. I did an abuse, which is a drug you can take, get it from your doctor. It sets up an alcoholic reaction where you vomit mm. every 15 to 20 minutes for up to 18 hours should oh. you imbibe. Not something one would want to do. Wow. I would go, I wasn't happy unless the bottle was empty. So I would go and buy these little individual servings. And I'd buy oh. two, have two drinks of two glasses of wine at night. Then I'd trot myself down and get six more. Oh, I, they were empty, so you were happy, right? Yeah. They, yes, <laughs> Every one of them. Yes. It was the same way with a bag of uh, potato chips. Another no-no for me. Okay, I'm not happy. If I, I do not bake, it's my alcoholic, my addictive behavior is what we're looking at, mm. is that I'm not happy unless all the cookies are gone. I'm not mm -hmm. happy unless all the cake is eaten. So I don't make cakes and I don't buy cookies. I don't buy potato chips because I'm not responsible. I accept that about who I am. Mm. Three years later, I said, I, and on the abuse, I went on it three different times. And I said mm. the final time that if Father, I made a promise to the Lord after the millions of other promises I made. Right. <laughs> just, Father, if you just get me home, I won't drink again. <laughs> Father, please make it so that I don't kill someone on my way back from the bar. I I never got I never was a bar person, unless, you know, in, during those days it wasn't late at night because I had a child I had to go home to. Right. And so I was a socially accepted alcoholic. Mm. And then wow. finally, after that third time, I said, Father. If I drink alcoholically again, if I have another blackout, incidentally, clinically speaking, if you have more than three blackouts in your life, 
you're considered clinically an alcoholic. Mm. So those of you that may not recognize that, that is one of the hallmarks of the classic alcoholic profile. It was one of the checks I checked off. Wow. And so I did. I went and I found a um, I found an AA meeting. I went and sat my booty in the seat and I shut my mouth. I opened my ears and I mm. listened. And that was the start of my recovery. And it's been a journey. Um, alcoholism and recovery is a journey. Right. There is no destination. The road just keeps in front of you. It never goes away. So wow. I apologize about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what's going on. That doesn't ever ring. Okay. It's the journey. Okay. It's the destination. It's, it's the not journey. a destination. It's the journey. It's, it's there is and we'll we'll talk about that in the next segment of what it is and how life is as an alcoholic mm. it's um as i say it's simple but it isn't necessarily easy and in order to make it easy er we need to set up tools. We have a tool chest of things right. that we can do as alcoholics so that when the road gets rough, the road of recovery gets rough, we have tools to make it a little bit smoother, make it a little bit easier. Because for an alcoholic, your next drink is always in front of you. It's never behind you. <clears throat> Lee, let me ask you a question on that note, because we are talking about alcohol recovery. But is this not um, applicable to everybody that has any kind of addiction? Like we talked so. about food addictions. We've talked to, there's, there's lots of different addictions. Everybody's got something, it seems like, right? And these tools that you're sharing with us and are going to be sharing with us are valid for really literally everybody that's suffering from an addiction. I believe so. I believe they are transferable. Um, I can't speak of any other, <clears throat> pardon me, clinical addictions um, because I don't have I, I, I don't have a drug addiction. I possibly have a food addiction. I could you know I could be in <laughs> denial about that. Um, I don't smoke. I think you already admitted that. Excuse me, potato yeah, chips, I know, cookies, I know. steaks. There you go. I, uh, um, I, I, and I do, I set things up so that I can, I can mitigate it. Um, exactly. With alcohol, with drugs, with cigarettes, you cannot mitigate it. it. There is no just one. I'll have just one drink. No such thing. Um, I'll have just one cigarette. Okay, you're used to going around with your friends. You sit down, have a, have a glass of wine and a cigarette. Um, sorry. You're going to be smoking your pack of cigarettes again within a short amount of time. And so with that, hold on just a minute. Okay. At least we'll it's a beautiful sound. <laughs> well, um, yeah, it's someone 
obviously that needs to speak with me. However, now is not the time. <laughs> <laughs> they will have to wait. It's our turn. <laughs> Oh, that's so great. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, so yes, uh, Stephanie, that I believe is is consistent with an alcoholic or with an addictive pattern is that for whatever reason, the brain is triggered by, uh, because we know that substance, that behavioral pattern so well, and we give ourselves permission to have one and subconsciously, it's an it's it's an open door. I yeah. I have permission to drink again, and this is what I found out in those three years, mm. um, between um, seeing the pamphlet and actually going to AA. Um, I can talk more. I think um, the pattern of addiction is consistent, so you could apply it. And those that may have a different addictive profile would be able to either validate it or invalidate what I think to be true. I can't speak that I know. Right. Right. It's very interesting, isn't it? Because like you keep saying one time, I mean, one time, and that's, that's where we go back to our comfort zone, right? Until we can get it completely switched over. That's, that's our comfort zone. It's what we know. And that's why we keep retreating back and, and to that many area, times- right? In AA, what you call it is self-medicate. Exactly. That you use the alcohol as a medication. Mm-hmm. It took me two years of sobriety to figure out why I drank. Because wow. it wasn't a physical addiction. It wasn't like I got the, the withdrawals and the shakes. It wasn't... Mm-hmm. Um, that wasn't what it was like for my, my physical recovery. I did go to the doctor, and he did examine all my internal organs. I didn't have any, uh, any damage, which you can do to the liver, the pancreas, wow. the, the kidneys. I mean, it, it, alcohol is a poison. It is a poison. And Lee, with that, we're going to stop for a minute. We're going to go for our first break. We've got so much more to talk about. Make sure you join us. If you've got a question for Lee, please call in at 1-866-472-5791. Again, Lee Parker, you don't want to miss a second. Come on back. We'll see you in a minute. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Learn more about the products and equipment discussed by Stephanie and her guests on the show by visiting MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. We've done the research for you and selected proven, high-quality brands at competitive prices from companies you can trust. Drugs and surgery are not your only options. Discover the exciting alternative therapies and health and wellness products that are helping people to reclaim their health and enjoy a higher quality of life. That's MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. How do you sort through the overwhelming information on diet and exercise to figure out what is real and what will work? You've heard the term no pain, no gain, but is that really true? How do you get into shape? How do you fit healthy eating into your life? Listen for Pain-Free Day with Joshua Cohen, where you'll learn how to eat right and how to exercise pain-free. Eat intelligently, exercise smarter, and see big results. Tune in to Pain-Free Day every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. 
Many of us are finding ourselves distracted by what's going on in the world around us today. We find ourselves discontent with our circumstances, with what we have and how we feel about ourselves. And we find ourselves disconnected from those that matter most to us. If this sounds all too familiar, check out MindfulLab.net and see how the practice of mindfulness can change your life today. Powerful programs are available to help you find clarity, connection, and peace at MindfulLab.net. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Listening to the Vitality Health Show with Stephanie Parrish. If you have a question for Stephanie or her guest, please email contact at myvitalityhealthsolutions.com. Now, back to the Vitality Health Show. Welcome back, friends. Thank you so much for joining us. If you have got a pen and a paper, please write down this number. We'd love to have you call in and ask our guest Lee Parker whatever questions you have that you would like to have an answer to and that is 1-866-472-5791 again if you'd like to call in please do so we are joined by Lee Parker she's halfway around the world but she feels like she's right here in my living room with me I love this woman she has just been through so much in her life and has turned it around and is just an amazing amazing Woman, And she's the backbone to freedomradio.com with Brent Johnson. That's how I got to know her. And she has just been absolutely phenomenal. You are so grateful that you're here with us, Lee. So let's pick it right up because we don't want to miss a second. We're just talking about how time goes so fast. So let's, let's turn it back to you and tell us a little bit more about what's going on in your world. Okay. So let's talk about what alcoholism is. Okay. First of all, um, there, for me, I am grateful to say that I'm an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And most people go, oh, what? yeah, right. You can never have a glass of wine. No, I can't. You, you, can, you can never, you, those things you can't do. You're right. But what I have is I have my life. I have sure. my life back. It was absolutely the hand of the Lord that kept me safe all those years I was drinking. It was the hand of the Lord that brought me back to those meetings. Because in those three years that I went from gee whiz, I went to a meeting and it didn't apply to me, to getting to a meeting and say, I am powerless over alcohol. Mm. I tried, as I said, everything I can think of. What most people don't know is that it is a disease. Do people with diabetes go around and say, oh, I'm so ashamed of myself. I have diabetes. Yeah, true. (laughs) No, they don't. (laughs) No, they don't. We have a disease. Our bodies cannot process alcohol. It is a poison. Now, the problem Mm. with alcohol is that when you take your first drink, and I haven't met an, an alcoholic yet, that when they took that first drink, they said, oh, good, let me have a glass of beer. I think I'll be an alcoholic. Yahoo! It's not the plan, right? It's it's a progressive disease. 
Now, one of the reasons I don't drink, other than it would mess up my life totally, is that my body, it's a progressive disease. That's why you start out and you are, maybe you have a couple of times where you get a little bit, like, blasted. Then you end up and you're getting more often and more often. Then, and this was, these were some of the boxes I checked, I would start thinking of places, where could I go where I could have more to drink than no one would notice? Mm-hmm. Chamber of Commerce meetings. Everybody <laughs> drinks there. Oh, I have to fly to, to uh, Florida. Oh, that's a nice long flight. I think I'm going to have to have some alcohol. No one would know. So it was a very sly, sneaky, progressive mm-hmm. process of having to have my fix. This is what we call in AA, I was self-medicating. So like I said, it took me two years to figure out why I drank. And why I drank was that in that period of maybe 15 minutes to 45 minutes, when I was tipsy, I could pretend that life was okay. Mm. Wow, that's huge. Yeah. And if you can imagine, two years, and I'm pretty brutal with myself. I was not as brutal then as I am now. But I, you know, honesty is is the only way to stay sober. Honest with yourself, honest with the Lord, honest with your, you have a sponsor in AA who works with you as you set up your your life without alcohol, who is there to help you and assist you through the emotional periods when you think you have to have a drink. I've got to have a drink. You know, I've had a hard day. It's been a rough day. I need a drink. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's been a good day. It's my birthday. I need a drink. My son just got an F in school. I better have a drink. Mm. Everything was a prelude to having a drink, to justify. Because I couldn't, because I was in self-denial that I had a disease. So I'm glad because being able to make that one step of saying, I'm an alcoholic, that my life has become powerless. Now, the second step of AA is there for a reason. They are in sequence just like the Ten Commandments. If you can't mm-hmm. do no, the first commandment, number two doesn't mean a thing, honey. Number one yeah. is number one for a reason. Our second step is came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. When I was drinking, I had no sanity. I had no peace. I had no solace. My life was absolutely in turmoil. Drama? Oh, honey, I had more drama than, I mean, call it drama queen. I didn't even see it as that. It was like I was dealing with life. And this is a saying in AA, I was dealing with life on life's terms. But I couldn't deal with it, so I had to have a drink and medicate. So now but Lee, I, let's let's stop right there for just a second because I think that that is a lot of people's situation, don't you think? I mean, we've talked about this a lot, and I've talked about this with other people where you're just surviving. Yes. And part of that survival is okay. I'm going to take a drink, or I'm going to have a piece of this chocolate cake, or I'm going to go, you know, gaming, or I'm going to do whatever. It's survival, isn't it? Right. It's 
It's just that's what you're explaining right now. Until you can figure that out, you're just surviving. You're just on this treadmill. You're you're on a treadmill, absolutely, or on a roller coaster or a merry-go-round. Right. The ups and downs and ups and downs, and it never stops. It only gets worse, okay, to the point that I was having blackouts maybe once a week. Mm. Okay. Um, I didn't think I was drinking that much. A funny story is that I lived in a, uh, a part, I lived in Oakland, California. Then I moved out on the other side of the tunnel to Lafayette. Those from the Bay Area would know it. And this was kind of an upscale air, uh, little community. My former husband passed away, so I had enough money to afford a nicer place for myself and my son. And they had a little specialty grocery store over there, and I went over there and you know, you have to understand, I thought I was very sly in my drinking <laughs> that no one really knew. Right. And I went over there and there was a clerk at that store that had been at the store where I used to live in Oakland. And I mm-hmm. walked in and I said, and I announced to him, oh, yes, I've stopped drinking. He said, oh, I'm really glad to hear that. We were oh. really worried about you because we saw how much wine you were buying. Oh, Hello, wake up call. Hello, wake up. And so, you know, other people knew what I wouldn't admit to myself. So understand getting back to the progression, and I believe this is true, what you were saying, uh, Stephanie, before, that it is progressive, that Mm -hmm. an addiction is progressive. You need more and more of your fix to get the result which you want is to take you out of what you think reality is. Right. Okay. Absolutely. Your reality is not reality. It is drug-induced. It is psychologically altered reality. Your chocolate cake will make you feel better for what? Until you have another piece of chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. why I don't have chocolate cake in my house. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. It is, and ultimately, the first act of love to self-love mm-hmm. is to admit you have an addiction. That's wow, that's powerful. Will you say that one more time? The first step to self-love is to admit that you have an addiction. Wow. That you are powerless over that fill-in-the-blank. That it has control over you. You don't have control over it. That your life has indeed become unmanageable and nothing but a higher power. We call that power God, but in AA, we let you determine who your God may be. There are a lot of people in AA who have been messed up through religion, who have walked away from God because of religion. And so they have lost their rock. And being able to say, God as you understand God to be, gives them permission to bring God back into their lives. Mm, As they understand God to be. This is why it has lasted 80 years. I could not do it alone and I am powerful Mm -hmm. but not over alcohol and so to have that power of my life brought back through me with my hand in the hand of the Lord made all the difference in the world now 
what do we do when life throws its slings and arrows out of it, out at us? How do we deal with the rapids of life when life seems like, you know, man, I can't take any more. I can't take any more of this. We have to have, as, as addicts, we have to have some form of, we call it a tool chest. Mm-hmm. And when you go into an AA meeting, oftentimes you will see all of these sayings up over around the walls. Easy does it. Mm-hmm. One day at a time. Let go and let God. These are sayings that actually are in AA. And we call these our tools. Okay? When mm-hmm. I can't do anything about it, is a drink going to give me the ability to do something about it? No. What will give me the power to do something about it, it's putting my hand in the hand of the Lord. It's calling my sponsor. It's sitting down and writing out the problem and seeing what if there is a solution. Moving out of the emotion into mm. logic and reason that you can't be emotional. Try this. Can you be emotional and logical at the same time? <laughs> no way. <laughs> no way. That's why we have arguments because we are emotional and it needs a logical approach and we can't do it. Yeah. So some Not way in that frame of mind, no. Not enough. And so when we have a higher power, a place we can go that is safe, where we know we are loved, where we know that the Heavenly Father created us in His image and that loves us beyond our ability to comprehend, then we can take Mm -hmm. a sigh of relief. Go take a nap. It will be better when you wake up. I love what you're saying because you know so many people have different beliefs in their God, who their mm-hmm. God is. And the whole idea is it doesn't really matter who that is, just reach out, right? Exactly. Reach out, find that higher power, whatever it's called, whoever you call it, it doesn't matter, but find that higher power so that you're not alone. And, you know, we're so blessed with knowing we're not alone. And in those dark moments when it's just you, and the only one around there is your God, that's who you can call on. And I know you've had many, many experiences with that. And that's just such a beautiful, beautiful um, understanding. And that is the gift that I call of being an alcoholic. I wouldn't have necessarily known that unless I went and put myself in that room. Because another one of the steps is in a in a, a further down the list is to have a conscious relationship and to expand our aware, awareness of our higher power. Mm. That means walking with God. That means that I have a 24-7 pipeline to the Heavenly Father who knows everything about me and that there are no secrets. I love that 24-7 pipeline because there's a lot of times that we just feel so alone, so alone and just going, how am I going to possibly handle this, whatever it is, by myself? But we are never, ever, ever alone. There's always a higher power. God's always there. And all we need to do is ask. 
and he's there for us. Lee, before we get take our next break, I would like you, if you wouldn't mind, to give our listeners a contact information for you. If they have any questions, they would like to reach out to you and get some more information or talk directly to you. If that is a possibility, would you please no give problem. that information? Okay, my uh, direct line is toll-free to you, 888-385-3733. My email, you're going to love, is mm-hmm. capital L-U-V, capital L-E-E, the number three, the number three, lovely, 33 at protonmail.com because I was created in love. I am love through my Savior, Lord Jesus Christ. Now that's so beautiful. And let me tell you, listeners, she will answer you and you will have a remarkable conversation with her as we are doing right now. We have anytime I'm feeling like I just need a boost, I can get Lee on the phone and she is so busy. Oh my goodness, <laughs> she is so busy, but she always has time to talk to somebody in need. She always Absolutely. makes you feel good when you're talking to her. You just feel like you you can take on the world and because she's taken it on and she has just doing incredible, incredible things with it. So I want you to remember, if you'd like to call in, please do that at 1-866-472-5791. That's to call into the show. Or you can call Lee directly if you've got some personal information you'd like to ask her at 888 888- 385-3733. She is so wonderful. You guys can tell. You can feel her spirit. I know you can feel her spirit right through the radio, right through the computer, because I can feel it every time I'm with her. So we're going to take our last break here, and um, we want you to come back. Do not miss this last segment because we have got some really amazing things that we're talking about as we have been through this whole show. Lee, I love you. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Learn more about the products and equipment discussed by Stephanie and her guests on the show by visiting MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. We've done the research for you and selected proven, high-quality brands at competitive prices from companies you can trust. Drugs and surgery are not your only options. Discover the exciting alternative therapies and health and wellness products that are helping people to reclaim their health and enjoy a higher quality of life. That's MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. Many of us are finding ourselves distracted by what's going on in the world around us today. We find ourselves discontent with our circumstances, with what we have and how we feel about ourselves. And we find ourselves disconnected from those that matter most to us. If this sounds all too familiar, check out MindfulLab.net and see how the practice of mindfulness can change your life today. Powerful programs are available to help you find clarity, connection, and peace at MindfulLab.net. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to the Vitality Health Show with Stephanie Parrish. If you have a question for Stephanie or her guest, please email contact at myvitalityhealthsolutions.com. Now, back to the Vitality Health Show. Welcome back, everybody. We are so, so blessed to have Lee Parker here with us on our show. Those of you that have been listening, I'm sure that you are absolutely feeling the spirit, feeling the energy, feeling the hope that's what this show is all about, is remembering there is always hope. It doesn't matter how dark that situation is, there is always hope. And that's what this show is all about, hope and healing. And so we're going to go ahead and continue with Lee. She's been just telling me about um, the addiction that she suffered for many years and how she's been clear of that for a long time. But she did mention to me that it's a continually, constantly having to work towards being able to stay sober, being able to keep God in our lives, being able to always feel his, his comfort around us. So, Lee, let's pick it back up with kind of what we were talking about a little bit earlier and just letting people know that there is hope and that we do need to constantly always be checking ourselves and making sure we're where we want to be. So, yes, and earlier before when we were chatting before the show, Stephanie, I was telling you about a a story over Thanksgiving dinner. Mm -hmm. And um, now, understand, I have 35 years of not one alcoholic drink. And I'm not usually bothered by it. I'm around beer drinkers, wine. I mean, I don't go to bars because I don't belong there. And quite frankly, I don't like the energy. Yuck. It's pretty yucky. It's um, desperate. People in those rooms are often, I find them to be desperate. Mm. Um, And so having alcohol, I even have wine in my cupboard for cooking. It doesn't Mm -hmm. bother me. It doesn't talk to me. Now, if I had brandy, once I, this is a funny story. Once I was making a special dinner and it called for brandy. And that was one of my weaknesses, brandy and champagne. Mm. Ooh, and red wine. Those, it was, you know, that family. And so I went out and I knew I had to go get the brandy. So I went from store to store, liquor store to liquor store, until I found the individual sizes, the small sizes. I didn't want a bottle. I didn't mm. want a pint. I didn't want a half pint. I wanted an individual one for the recipe only. So I thought, oh, well, I didn't know exactly how much I needed, so I bought two. Uh-huh. And so then I got home, and I realized I didn't need two. I only needed one. Uh-oh. I had an extra bottle of brandy. Oh, no. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, no. So what did I do is I gave it away. Oh. Okay. Regifting. <laughs> Regifting so that it wasn't there because it was a temptation. Mm-hmm. Okay. And as you become, there's a saying I have about, um, about recovery. It's simple, but it's not easy. Mm. It's simple in, in that in order re- to recover from alcoholism, which there is really no recovery. I mean, as long as you're not drinking, you're in recovery, but you never recover from it. You never get better. 
okay? The body knows that you haven't had anything to drink, but it has a disease so that if I had a drink today, my body would respond as if I had been drinking for 35 years. Mm-hmm. Okay, wow. that's one of the reasons I don't want one drink because in the truth of things, I would be dead by now. Wow. I'm sure. So, so, you know, so I gave that alcohol away. And as you start going through recovery, that's why in AA they say for a new alcohol, a new person in recovery, 30 meetings in 30 days. You have to hear the stories of other people who are in recovery. What did they do? How did they overcome the temptation? How did they set their life up? How did sponsor how 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 it's a toolbox mm -hmm. okay it's simple in that you just don't have to drink wow. that's simple just don't drink okay it's not easy because life has a way of <laughs> tripping us up you know oh yes <laughs> and that's one of the things we say life on life's terms mm -hmm. and the hope that you keep bringing up is there is that we can deal with those situations of life without the alcohol as a backup. We are totally capable of doing that, especially when we have our higher power next to us and mm. in connection with us. So in order to not get on a slippery slope one of the steps of your toolbox one of the tools in your box is that don't set up situations that would trip you yeah absolutely you don't hang out with the, your drinking buddies right because they're going to be especially like you know guys get together after work and have a beer if you're an alcoholic you don't go with them <laughs> you don't go with them because you're going to be, when they say, what, you're not drinking today? What are you, a wuss? Mm. You're going to say, oh, no, give me a beer. I'm, okay. I, I can handle that. Okay. Wow. Um, so that's one of the things you do. You look at your patterns of life, and you have to be rigorously honest with yourself. Anyway, yes, we were talking about what happens so much right now between the, the holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas, and especially this year with all the other crazy that's going on out there. And suicide is so, so high right now. And what would you suggest for somebody that's just feeling completely overwhelmed? Like they don't know what else to do, but turn back to what their life was before or start a new life of drinking or or anything, any kind of addiction. Because right now, everybody's everything is so volatile right now that that what would you say, what encouragement would you give to the listeners that are out there listening right now? Well, first of all, I'd like to remind everything that alcohol is a depressant. Okay, you may it's feel... not going to make you happy, right? <laughs> it's not going to make you happy. You may feel elevated for about 15 or 20 minutes, and then you'll take an emotional dump. So mm -hmm. if depression is, um, if you're on the, on the verge of depression, if you're feeling like you can't get up and face life, do not drink. It will only make it worse. What do you do is you don't listen to, you don't listen to me mass media. Turn uh, off amen. the television. Turn it off anyway because it's nothing but lies anyway. Okay, you're not getting the truth. 
um, for those that are already believers, okay, open your Bible, read, okay, write, okay, I don't care if it doesn't feel good, okay, so you don't like to write, okay, write, do it anyway, mm -hmm. do those things that you don't want to do, because in the, in the end, by getting it out and getting it down, you get mad at someone, write down why you're so mad at them. Okay. That doesn't have to be a perfect novel, does it? It's just dumping. No. Just dumping. dumping. Just get it yeah. out there. Get, get it out. Stop internalizing it. Yes. Okay. How many of us have circular mind warps? And we go over, if I'd only said this and she said that, and then I would have done this and she would have done that. And we go round and round and round in our minds. Right. Change the topic. Go for a walk. Get outside. Yeah. Be around nature. Be around God's creation. Change your thoughts. When And I do this, okay, I do this at night when I lay my head on the pillow. If I'm having an issue with someone and I'm doing that, that mind warp, okay, I will change my thoughts and I will lay there and say, Father, I love you. Father, mm. I love you. Father, I love you. I will say that until I go to sleep. Mm -hmm. So Beautiful. change your thinking. Only you have control over your thoughts. Okay, that you have Huge. control over. You don't have control about what someone else thinks. Yeah, or what's on the social media. <laughs> or what's on what's social media. Don't be around negative people. If Amen. they aren't, ha and there are a lot of them right now, and they would say they have good reason, and I would agree. There's a lot of chaos out there right now. However, we have a higher power. We have a father that knows we have to go through this. Stephanie, I think the world is breaking its addiction. I think that's why yeah. it's so chaotic. Okay? We are oh, addicted to the material world, and it mm. ain't working no more. Nope, it's not. I and love what so, you just said about that, Lee, because I think a lot of people need to realize it's up to us to make our home a sanctuary. It's up to exactly. us to make our space that we are in a safe, peaceful environment. Only we can do that because if we open up those floodgates and let the, the world in, we're going to lose control of it. So we are in control of that. And I think that's one of the beautiful things that you're sharing with us today is that we're in control. And you're giving some beautiful clues of how to keep it that way. And understand that the dark side, whatever you wish to call him, the negativity loves to see you miserable. Mm -hmm. Loves to see you writhing in misery. Oh, that's their pleasure. Do you want to give it to them? Do you want them to have that, have you? Not me. I am a child of the Lord. Okay, I am created by the Father, God Almighty, and I am for sale by a dollar, by a drink, by a cigarette, or anything else. You cannot have my soul. It belongs to the Father, and I'm just here as a traveler, a passenger on this place called Earth mm -hmm. to be the best human being I can be as a statement, as a gift back to my father. He gave me life. The life I live is my gift back to him. Absolutely. That is so beautiful. do that when we're mind impaired. 
No, we can't. We need to be clear and we need to have joy and we need to be surrounded, like you say, by beautiful things. Turn on beautiful music. Just get get some beautiful something to write. And I love that you said to write. When I was going through a lot of turmoil in my life, you know, one of my friends said, just dump it. Just write it down. It doesn't have to make sense. Don't worry about commas, periods, you know, nothing. Just dump it. And boy, that did make a huge difference when I, and still now when I'm having lots of thoughts going through my mind, I'll get up sometimes two and three times a night and just write stuff down, just get it out so that it's out there. Mm-hmm. And then there's room for the peace in my life. And I think mm-hmm. that's beautiful. So Lee, I'm going to have you give your contact information. I'll tell you, we could have had a two hour show and still be going, but we're almost out of time. So give us your contact information one more time. Everybody okay. out there, make sure you've got your pen and paper ready so she can give you this contact information. Okay. My phone number is 3733. My email is lovelee, L-U-V-L-E-E, the number three, the number three, at protonmail.com. And I think one of the most important things that people need to understand, most addicts and alcoholics believe that they are alone. I want you to know you are not alone. You are never alone. Whether you believe it or not, the Father is there. Whether you see him or not, he is there. Whether you think it or not, he is there. You are not alone. And if you're feeling that way, call me because you are not alone. And I will be there to be of support to you. And she is. Oh, I'm so grateful for you, Lee. Thank you so much for being on the show and sharing with us. My heart is just so full right now. I just, I feel like I want to cry and I do that quite often. Um, But I want to thank you. Thank you for, for taking the journey so that you and I could meet and we could be friends and we can share this world, this to the world out there that people are listening. Thank you to our listeners for being out there listening and sharing this. Everybody can use some kind of a boost and that's what we're here for. We're here to help you know that there is hope, there's healing, there's a higher power. God loves you and he knows you by name. So ask for his help. He's there for you. So again, I want to tell everybody, thank you so much. If you've got any questions or suggestions for me, please contact me at contact at myvitalityhealthsolutions.com. I would love to get back with you. Make sure you get hold of Lee Parker. Oh my goodness, Lee, thank you. I love you. I love what you have shared with us today. What an amazing, amazing show. I've got goosebumps all over my arms. And I want to thank you. Have a very Merry Christmas to everybody that's out there listening. And remember, you are never, never alone. God is always there. So have a great, great day. Thank you, Lee. Appreciate you so much. And have a safe, happy, healthy week. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Vitality Health Show. Be sure to tune in next Thursday for another informative show with Stephanie Parrish and leading health and wellness experts. 
That's Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a wonderful, healthy week. Statements made and information provided on this program are for educational purposes only. They have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, and products discussed on this program are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Vitality Health Show is not responsible for any misunderstandings or misapplication of information presented in this show. 